Crypto Girlfriend is a rising star within the BSC ecosystem, making how-to videos for a number of projects including JetFuel, BHC, and Thugs.Fi. You can find her videos on YouTube and Twitter by following at CryptoGRLFriend. Welcome to episode 11 of the BSC News Podcast. Crypto Girlfriend, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Ben. You bet. And so I have noticed, I looked at your YouTube channel right before coming on. You've got eight videos and over 400 subscribers already, which that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And your Twitter, I didn't check where that was at. I think I'm approaching about 1,700 It's actually 1,700 on the dot. Oh, wow. I made it. (laughs) And you joined all of uh, this BSC stuff, and especially with that account, pretty recently. Yeah, I just got into BSC very, very recently. My first project on BSC was actually Jet Fuel, and that's what got me into BSC. Gotcha. So that was like a month ago, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just about a month ago. Where did you see Jet Fuel? Like, how did you see it pop up? Through a friend of a friend type of thing. So I got in pretty early because I heard about it on day one. So it's been very profitable. I have no complaints at all. (laughs) Right. No kidding. (laughs) And so on that note of when you started in BSC, how did you get started in crypto? Well, back in 2010, I had some friends that were mining Bitcoin and it was always something that was I was very interested in. But I had no idea how to mine Bitcoin. I mean, I have a technology background, but I had no clue to even where to start. So I didn't end up doing anything until actually 2017, which is when I started purchasing my first Bitcoin, my first Ethereum, my first Litecoin. I actually purchased Link. Back in 2017, when it was 11 cents. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Do you still have Link from 11 cents? (laughs) So the funny thing is, in about 2018, after I had got into crypto, you know, I kind of got involved in one of those scam projects and got all my Bitcoin stolen from me. And then I was kind of over crypto for a while. I didn't even think about it. So I actually didn't even get back into crypto again until the pandemic started. And it was interesting because I wish I was paying more attention. And on March 12th, when I heard that Bitcoin dropped to under $5,000, I heard that a couple days later, I started to pay attention again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been paying attention ever since. Well, at this point, it's hard not to pay attention. Yeah, I wish I would have bought a whole Bitcoin back on March 12th. That would have been amazing, considering Bitcoin just hit 40000 today. Yep, yeah, and then it, it bounced back to thirty six, and now we're back at thirty eight, all within like the last hour, I'm pretty sure. It is nuts. Wasn't it just 20000 like? A month ago? It was. You're not making that up. I saw you tweet that. <laughs> like, it's crazy to think about. 
you know, Ethereum. <laughs> I started, I've, I've always had Ethereum, but always, however long I've been in crypto. But when it was at about 300 bucks, I started, part of my jet fuel strategy was take my earned fuel and buy Ethereum with it. So I was just building an Ethereum position and now 20 minutes later, we're at 1200 bucks. So I know. And you asked about my link. So after I started paying attention to what Bitcoin was doing again in March of 2020, I found my link I had purchased back in 2017. Oh, no way. And it was $4. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, I have money. (laughs) And now it's $15, I think. So that kind of started me back into, wow, I can make money in crypto. And from there, I've just been learning more and more. I got into, learned how to use Uniswap and MetaMask. And then from there, I started doing the yield farming on Ethereum, which I really enjoyed. And then now I'm doing yield farming on BSC, which is a million times better. So much better. Yes. It's uh, it's like everyone has the same story, which was started yield farming on Ethereum and then you know, migrated once they discovered Binance Smart Chain. I know. I was looking at my Ethereum fees from last year and I almost cried. <laughs> yeah, I have a... Have you heard of Core, a project on Ethereum? Yeah, I think I have heard of that. So I provided liquidity to that like months ago or whatever. And I went to go harvest my earnings and the fee was going to be like 40 something dollars and so i was like well i guess i'll just leave it there because i don't want to spend 40 dollars to do this i know i'm doing one yield farming project still right now on ethereum and i check it every few days (laughs) and if it's like 20 plus dollars to farm or harvest i'm like forget it i'll come back later yep so fuel brought you over to BSC, but then you started making your tutor- tutorial videos. And so how did you decide to start doing that? Well, I've always, I, I started making some YouTube videos several years ago, like more personal ones. So I kind of learned how to do it. And then I stopped because, you know, they're time consuming. It's time consuming to do that stuff. But... BSC is so new. I think it just started in September. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of projects yet. There's a ton of people who like me are paying, we're paying ridiculous fees on Ethereum and I'm trying to bring all my friends over from Ethereum to BSC. And I know there's a lot of people that either don't understand how to do the yield farming or just don't understand BSC in general. So I'm doing the quick tutorial videos to help the BSC community bring awareness, educate people. I love helping people. So it's something that I enjoy doing and I'm helping out the community along the way. Yeah. I think it's really cool, especially for those, you know, obviously like newer users of DeFi because a lot of us had already used DeFi on Ethereum but 
if you could get people to s- skip Ethereum and just come straight to Binance Smart Chain, that's even better, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. I was talking to somebody on one of the Discord chats this week, and they started on BSC doing yield farming. And I'm like, you are so lucky. <laughs> you are so lucky. Yeah, I I lost a lot of money. I didn't lose a lot of money, but like when I first started yield farming, and I didn't necessarily understand how liquidity pools work that well to begin with. But then like it was sometimes it would work out more times than not. I would, it would just be a bad deal (laughs) all around. And then with the fees on, like the fees just ate into it so much. I know because on BSC, you can like harvest every hour if you wanted to. Actually, when I started the first yield farming project I started with was the day pancake swap launched. And I, it was so cheap that I harvested every hour and just compounded it for fun. So I guess like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, this is like 10 cents, you know? So why wouldn't I harvest every hour and get myself compounded earnings that quick? I was basically like running a manual vault process. Oh, I know. And that's kind of what I was doing with jet fuel. I couldn't, um, I couldn't believe how cheap it was to harvest. So I was doing it multiple times a day and, <laughs> putting it back in the fuel and BNB LPs, which was making it grow even faster. And I have a ton of jets now because of it. Yeah. And they're about to launch vaults here. I think like any hour now, I think they're getting ready. Yeah. The contracts I believe are launched so you could manually um, do it mm-hmm. through that, but I'm not, I'm not that, so I don't know how to do that yet. Yeah, I actually, I don't, the technical stuff, I am not uh, all that knowledgeable of, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, so- I, I mean, I, I I come from like a sales and marketing background. So the social media marketing, I love doing that kind of stuff. So it's easy for me to just, you know, post about, all these wonderful projects. I mean, I got into fuel and then I found thugs I'm doing a bunch of videos for them now that I'm, I'm using the beefy vaults. So there's, there's a lot of really cool projects. There are. And they're like uh juggernaut is a new one that's coming out with. So there's a whole NFT space that is, you know, is being developed. And so you and I were talking about NFTs the other day and you said you got your, you're saying, telling me something. You got your name from an NFT, or they got it from you, or what? What was the story there? <laughs> so on Ethereum, there's this project called ApeCoin. So it's all like monkeys and gorillas themed, all of that. And they're doing a series of NFTs that they're giving out to the top yield farmers. And they've had these special limited edition, like there's only one of each one and they, they call them crypto girlfriends. And so I've been in that project and been waiting for them to launch. And then I started using the name as my handle crypto girlfriend. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's pretty fun. And what I, what I was really excited about because they just launched their meme farm is I I heard they're going to be coming to BSC. 
which that is the one project that I'm in on Ethereum because I've been waiting for months to get in on it. And it'll be so much better once they're on BSC because I'm not harvesting every hour or every day even because the fees are just too ridiculous. Yep. And I got another question I have is what do you with your with your YouTube channel and your Twitter and all that, what do you have like kind of plans drawn out or are you just kind of going with it and see what happens and keep making content? Have you thought that far ahead? I haven't thought too far ahead. I know there's certain videos that I want to do. I really like doing the yield farming projects, so I'm definitely focusing more on those or somebody that has a cool website like Juggernaut. I'm going to do one on their website here soon. But more importantly, talking to my friends, they don't even know what BSC is, a lot of them. So I want to make even just some basic videos on what is Binance Smart Chain how do you set up MetaMask? How do you transfer Ethereum over to the Binance Smart Chain? So just some very basic how-tos to educate and bring more people to the BSC community. Yeah, so what's your method of getting Ether Bitcoin onto BSC? Because I saw oh you tweet about that the other day. <laughs> well, <laughs> the first time I did it, Oh my gosh, I had no idea what I was doing. I had to have my friend kind of walk me through it and then I got stuck a few times. So there has to be an easier way. There just has to be an easier way. The first time I sent um, Ethereum over to the Binance.us. So from there, I bought the BNB after a few conversions and then I was like, how do I even get this now to the MetaMask wallet that I set up on with Binance Smart Chain? Because it was like a totally different formatted address. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to my friend and they're like, oh, that's because Binance US uses the Binance, the, reg the regular Binance chain and you need to move it over to the smart chain. I'm like, okay, well, how do I do that? <laughs> so I had to... A roundabout way, I ended up installing like the Binance chain wallet, I think it was called, and sending it there and then converting it to the other network. And then I sent it to my MetaMask. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> yeah, I did the same process. Now, uh, Trust Wallet, if you send BEP2 BNB to Trust Wallet, so Binance chain, you can click on it and convert it into the BEP20 smart chain version with just one click. That's so, what I did the last time. It's I, so much easier. I right? use Trust Wallet. It is a lot easier, but it still seems to me there should still be an easier way. Yeah, because I guess you have to send it to a wallet in between your wallet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually, so I have a wallet on crypto.com and I noticed on there you could buy the BNB. So I just had sent some Ethereum to that and then I just transferred it into BNB from there and then from there sent it to the Trust Wallet. But there's still way too many steps. They have to make this easier. Maybe when you talk to uh, Binance, <laughs> <laughs> right. you could ask them, 
Why are they not making it easier for us? <laughs> it would be nice if they had something set up where you could send either Bitcoin or Ethereum and it would pump out BNB BEP20. Like that would be a really awesome thing to do. So, because what we always have to do, because I have the same problem, is I have to send something to Binance US to buy BNB to then go to Trust Wallet to convert to. BEP20 and then send it to my MetaMask. So there's multiples. I it's yeah, we got to like jump through all the hoops to make it happen. Yeah, and I had somebody tweet me the other day that was telling me I don't know if this exists out there, but they were saying have a a website where you deposit Ethereum and then it automatically converts it back to the BNB um, BSC. I don't know. It sounds like some crazy coding that needs to go on in the background. I don't even know if it's really out there yet. Yeah. Cause I think the, well, I know there's the Panama bridge, which we don't have access to unless we use a VPN. I'm pretty sure like the, there's a Binance bridge that they have, which I tried to just even just play around with it and it blocked me from getting on it. Cause so. you weren't using the VPN. I was not. Yeah, I mean that's the problem in the US. You're you're blocked for, by your IP address unless you are using a VPN. But a lot of people aren't going to go through all of that that live in the US. So Exactly. They would need be, to come up with a different way. <laughs> it would be nice if Binance US could swap BEP2 and BEP20 and then at least you eliminate the trust wallet step. It seems like that's a feature that they just have to add unless there's a reason behind it. If like there's a legal re- reason why they can't do it, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, th- there has to be some reason why why they're not making it easy for everybody. Yeah, how about people just send it to you and you send it to them back? <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend that did that because he, he had no idea how to even get started. <laughs> On PSC, I'm like, well, I could tell you all the steps, but it might be faster if you just send me some ETH and I'll just send you some BNB back. Yeah. So what's the next video in on the horizon? Well, I've been waiting for JetFuel to release the vault so I can make a video on that. <laughs> did, and I just did one on thugs, um, on hose. I'm not sure if you saw that video. I that did. Was, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty fun to do. But yeah, I think after that, I'm probably going to be doing Beefy and then the Juggernaut. Beefy, I'm already utilizing their vaults there. So that's something I'm already familiar with. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably be doing their video next. And then I have to get a little bit more familiar with Juggernaut's website before I do their video. But probably sometime next week, I'll do one. On their website as well. Yeah. And so now we should just get into some projects. What project are you most bullish on? I'm making you choose sides here. (laughs) (laughs) Jet fuel for sure. Jet fuel? I mean, it's just amazing with all the different ways you can earn with your jets. And by listening even to the last podcast you did with, with them, I was like, wow, I need even more jets. (laughs) Yeah, like six different ways to earn, I think, was what we came up with, five or six, ultimately, when it's all done. 
Yeah, and they're going to be releasing, I think, eventually 21 vaults. And now they've hired three new developers to do their to build their lending platform. Mm-hmm. So I imagine it'll be similar to like compound.finance. Oh, did you see their tweet about a name for the lending platform? <laughs> yes. I think I shared that out. And right now they're doing a meme contest, which they happen to tag me in. So I'm seeing every single one of those memes. <laughs> Why would they do that to you? <laughs> Some of the memes actually included me. So that was kind of cool. I was like, wow, I need to do my own meme contest. That's really funny. <laughs> what about other projects? What other ones do you like right now? Um, thugs, obviously. I'm doing a lot of videos for them as well. I really think they have a lot of good things coming out. It sounds like they have been slowly leaking some information this week. <laughs> so, <they> do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep, uh, I keep doing a lot of giveaways actually on my Twitter to give away a lot of drugs. I just did one and I gave away 690 drugs, which is the cost to get into the thugs VIP area. And so people seem to like those contests with the drugs. So I probably will keep doing more drugs contests. <laughs> and these are not real drugs. These are virtual drugs that cost money, that that make you money. <laughs> real drugs cost money, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you watch my videos, you'll know you convert the drugs to the hose and then you stake the hose. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think thugs has a lot of potential and the drugs are pretty much on sale right now. So get them while you can. Mm-hmm. Do you do you use pancake swap at all? I have some cake that I've bought there, yeah. but I have it right now on beefy. And I started using auto farm too, as they have some pretty nice APYs right now. I actually have cake and auto farm. Um, I'm just doing that, like provide, you know, I, I think I provided like Bitcoin, BNB LP, cake LP, Maybe one other, and I'm just compounding my auto into auto LP, and nice. it's kind of like a no risk play because you're you're still compounding your positions as it is, right? As an optimizer, so. Well, that's kind of what I did with Jet Fuel. I started out with Cake B and B, and then as I was earning my fuel, I was just reinvesting it back into the fuel B and B, and then I eventually pulled out all of my Cake B and B, and now it's all profit at this point. Yeah, if if Jeff Real went to zero tomorrow, I'm still ahead. Exactly. <laughs> which is just an awesome I never had this much success on Ethereum. Like I I don't think I've lost money on BSC, at least not like on any single position or anything. I I I really can think of one where I'm like, man, I you know, that was a loser for me. Oh, were you ever involved in frog or frogs? No, but it sounds fun. This is one where it was, it was like, call it Crypto Frog or something. I don't even know if it's Frogger. Still, <laughs> CryptoFrog.finance. Is it even still a website? Let's see. It is. But you could just, you could LP Frog or you can stake Frog for more Frog. That was it. There's nothing else to it. They never did anything else. And so the price just like got obliterated. And, but I have so many Frogs. 
<laughs> it was so low that I was like, the price went so far down that I decided I'm never going to sell this position. I'm just going to keep compounding frogs. And maybe one day the 10 million frogs that I have will be worth something, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that was the only one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what was the one I, uh, that I had a lot of was one of those food ones on Ethereum, not sushi. Spring rolls, spring rolls. <laughs> kind of the same situation where you're like getting all these spring rolls and holding on to them, and then eventually the price just goes to basically nothing. Yeah, the, the price of frog right now is 0. 0.0001 cents, but it's up 3% today somehow. So maybe everything's up. Everything's up. <laughs> everything's up. Even frog. Well, I noticed that you do a lot of investing in the LPs. I do. Aren't, aren't you afraid of like impermanent loss? I mean, what is your strategy there so you don't lose money? Because I know I have lost money, especially on Ethereum, doing the LPs. So typically my biggest LP positions are usually not in platform tokens, but instead like Bitcoin BNB, ETH BNB, Litecoin BNB, stuff like that. Where like I look at anything that I invest into that type of liquidity pool, I don't worry about impermanent loss at that point because to me, that is it's a singular investment, right? So if if I have Bitcoin BNB my intention is I want to earn income off of this investment. And if I want to, if I, if I think big, you know, if I want to just hold Bitcoin, I'll do that also. Um, <clears throat> so my logic behind it is this is a, a income producing asset <clears throat> that, yeah, there'll be some impermanent loss between Bitcoin and BNB, but, you know, but it, it comes and get, you know, it, it obviously Bitcoin has been on a tear but at some point, if BNB starts picking up the pace, you know that impermanent loss is wiped out anyway. And I'm less worried about the asset value of that position and more worried about how much income I can make off of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what's cool is like I have – I do have some drugs and BNB LP on, on Trap House – and every day I'm like harvesting my drugs. And <laughs> it's like, cool, I'm getting so much money every day. <laughs> yeah. And so like with my fuel LP, like fuel BNB, that's a position where I'm a little more worried about impermanent loss because mm-hmm. obviously fuel doesn't have the market cap of Binance coin or Litecoin right. or whatever. Um, but I really feel like the, the, the impermanent loss factor on these project tokens is really high in the beginning and it, it just goes down over time as the supply comes out and so, you know, like the, the sell side pressure just diminishes over time. Typically. Like I was really hesitant to do cake LP mm-hmm. and now I've been like, you know, I, I, if I would have been doing that in an optimizer for the last four months, I'm sure those people made a lot of money. Oh, I know. And that's what I did too. When I started with the jet fuel, I put everything into cake. BNB LP, and then I took it out. I think in like a week, <laughs> it was like all profit from there. Yeah, so I'm. I think it just depends on how old the project is. Maybe the older the project, the less risky 
their tokens LP is just because it's further diluted. There's more holders usually. Uh, you could definitely get burned if you jump into the project token LP on day one. You know, because even if, if you did that with fuel in the beginning, you, you you definitely made up your money. But in the beginning, when it went from $80 to $8. Yeah, some people were not really happy when that happened. But yeah, but that's why you don't I didn't take the risk. <laughs> I didn't either. You don't market by the token on day one. That's just I feel like that's obvious, but it's not obvious to everyone. Right. So no, it's not. And that's another part of, you know, making the videos, too. And showing people different strategies not to give financial advice. Cause it's like, do your own research and figure it out on your own. But that's kind of what you do in your articles. You tell people all the different ways that you're utilizing the yield farms and investing LPs. And it's, it's just really good information for people that are trying to learn. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm just all about compounding. See, I, I, you know, what's quote, put air quotes around this. I have my safe LPs, which in crypto, it's like everything's relative, I guess. But I would look at like Bitcoin BNB as like the safest liquidity position available on Binance Smart Chain. Mm -hmm. And it's just the two biggest market cap tokens possible that you can pair. And so, you know, it's like, just go earn stuff with that or just in your earning pool fees in that position also while you're doing all this. So it's, and I, and I, really consider myself more of an income investor because I, I struggle. I, I'm terrible at trading always was. I'm mm-hmm. too like impatient in a sense when it comes to trading. Cause I like to see profits, right? I want to like realize profits and I'm not, but like, are you, are you taking profits? <laughs> I am kind of <laughs> the way I, well, the way I look at my profit taking is if I am like, let's say, if I have a Bitcoin BNB in Harvest, so I have not Harvest. I Auto Farm reminds me so much of Harvest Finance. I sometimes accidentally call it that. <laughs> so I have maybe, Bitcoin. Maybe it's the same developer. Who knows? Could be. It actually operates the exact same way. And so if I have Bitcoin BNB LP in there, I am taking profit from the cake that is being auto compounded into Bitcoin BNB, right? So I'm I'm earning cake from the LP pool and it's being automatically put back into my LP position. And then I'm not taking auto yet as profits, but I could one day. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you're not really taking profits. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm transferring profits from higher risk things to lower risk things. Got is, it. Is how I feel like I'm doing. And then eventually, every now and then I do do a little bit of sell-off and whatever, but not much because I just don't need it right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? And if this is a bull market, let's com- I just want to compound the crap out of my positions for the next year, two years, and a bull market will make the returns that much higher, right? So if we're and making- hopefully everything doesn't tank by then. <laughs> oh, exactly. It, it won't, <laughs> for sure. I'll totally pull out at the top. I just, I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we all have that crystal ball. Well, and I think, you know, a strategy there is you can decide what person, like something that's really neat is so right now in Beefy via Venus protocol, you can make like 40% on a BUSD position or something, something crazy like that. 
like a 40% stable coin position. Which is a million times better, better than anything you'll find even in a high yield savings account. Exactly. So let me see, Venus. It is, it's 21%, but still that's, that's nutty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it, it must have really dropped recently. USDT is 28%. Anyway, splitting hairs on the percentages. The point is at some point I'll start, probably start allocating to it towards a stable coin position. I just can't get myself to do it yet. You know, cause then if you know, I want to always have 20% of my BSC holdings in a stable coin you can rebalance your portfolio as things go up and basically just take profit to a high interest holding position. Mm-hmm. And then if the market drops, you've got some good buying power on the side. So, yeah, and I know, have, have you seen that, that new, I think it's a new website that just came out. Um, yieldwatch.net. Um, yes, I, let me look at this. It's pretty interesting because you could put in your, BSC address and it tells you it doesn't have everything on there. It has beefy on there right now, has thugs, has I think they just added jet fuel. So it's I could <laughs> I could see I could see it's yieldwatch.net. Um I could see how much my jets are worth and my fuel. Um I could see how much my hose and my drugs BNB. That's really They have jet fuel. All of jet fuel stuff is in there now, or is that only if you have it in beefy? No, it's in there. It's um, it just it must have just got added because I just looked at this a couple days ago and it it wasn't no, there. I, I can't even. This won't load for me. <laughs> Yieldwatch.net. You're oh, using all. You're using all of your internet for the podcast recording. Exactly. I need a second. I need two internets here. One <laughs> internet is not enough. <laughs> I, yeah, because I looked at this on my phone. Someone shared it in our BSC news group, and I just didn't have the the wallet I use isn't on my phone accessible there. Oh, this is cool. It, it's so because stuff like tools like this are like game changing, you know. Because I've I've always been calculating LP by like unwrap one or don't even unwrap one, but like let's say unstake one of my fuel BNB LPs to calculate how much BNB it's worth. You know, in order because I'm like an avid spreadsheet keeper, so I love <laughs> seeing the data and all this. Well, there's a BSC community on Discord, and they have been building for a lot of the BSC projects bots that that tell you what the prices of the different coins and what the LP is worth at any moment in time, and you can actually convert how many LPs you have. Hmm. So that's also a useful tool. You don't have to you don't have to manually do it. Yeah, I'm so used to manually doing all this stuff. So I'm I'm loving the uh, the community development basically that's going on. Yeah, and I think that's the big difference with BSC. A lot of the projects are starting to work together. They're trying to help each other to make BSC stronger, which is why I'm trying to help too with my awareness on on twitter and on my youtube channel yeah i think that 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 all that type of stuff in your videos and everything is going to be so helpful to especially just help people from like losing their money are you do you think you're going to start doing the the strategy type videos 
I don't know. I thought about it. I, I like to read what you have to say always, but I think sometimes we're doing some similar yield farming strategies because <laughs> yeah. I, I do like using on Ethereum. I was even using like compound Ethereum and I was using like link Ethereum, like some more of more stable LPs <laughs> instead of the, I mean, the, the, the coin, the native coin is like so attractive when you look at the APY. 10,000%. <laughs> I got destroyed on one on Ethereum. It was, uh, the heck was it? I even, I still have money in it because it, it became not worth selling. To withdraw it. Because <laughs> of fees. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, I don't even remember. Some strudel finance. Strudel finance. That's what it was. Another I, food farm. I haven't looked at it in weeks, though, so maybe it's recovered. It could have. Doubtful. Because usually with those tokens, once it enters this like downward spiral of just selling off, it, it just never recovers. Yeah, and that's why I think it's it's good and a safe bet to do them in the more stable pairs like you, like you do and like I try to do, or I hurry up and get in and out in a few days <laughs> yeah. while, while everything is still, but, but yeah, like with Jeff fuel, I just put in my, my profits into the fuel BNB. So nothing can't, to lose. Can't lose, but also, you know, you can't go broke taking profits. We always like to say, mm-hmm. but we don't take profits. So <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I usually take some money out each month and I pay a bill and it makes me feel better. <laughs> Actually, I did that last month. It is, it is amazing to still like realize the earnings and then see you still have plenty of money in there. You know, take it out and make a car payment or something. Or Because I mean, ultimately that's the point, right? Like this is money to live on, not just play with in fun internet games and you know different whatever i do love to gamble though that's i think everyone in crypto loves to gamble (laughs) (laughs) which i which is why i think a lot of people like entering the contest that i run on twitter too and you know i do take some of my daily profits that i'm earning to give back for those contests so yeah i'm taking a profit and giving it back (laughs) Uh, so do you know what they don't have yet on Yield Watch? I'm noticing is Auto Farm. That's one of the ones. Because I was looking at my balance and I'm wondering, there's something I either I'm down right now or something's missing here. Auto Farm is not on here yet. So yeah, and it'll probably be coming. I, I know Auto Farm is pretty new. They're waiting to get. Um, their vaults audited, I I heard. Yeah. So more to come. It's really exciting to see all these new projects popping up, but it's really you have to really be careful because as more and more people come to BSC, that's when more and more rug pulls are gonna happen. That's the thing, like the the Ethereum style stuff is gonna show up and but hopefully people can stick with these good projects and you know, and there's there's plenty of money to be made without taking excessive risk. And, and I'm excited for where BSC's going. I was looking at uh we have an article on BSC News once a week that Rich does, which is about the growth of Binance Smart Chain. 
I think his article would have come out. I think it came out today, and it said that over the last seven days, there's been nine an average of nine thousand new wallet addresses per day. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, that's a lot. That's good. I mean, it's growing, and more and more people need guidance. Um, what's really nice about a lot of people in the BSC community is there are some people that are really trying to watch out for the scams and the rug pulls and warning people. And when I see that of people that I, I know, know what they're talking about, I try to retweet that information. So we get it out there. So everyone is aware. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, cool. You know, I think uh, this was fun and I think we should do this again. Maybe, maybe once a month, come on and we catch up with where you're at with, you know, your videos and, I'm looking to for looking forward to seeing all the the stuff you keep putting out. Yeah, it would be great. Very, very fun. I am always willing to talk about yield farming and crypto, and I know you are too. Ab- absolutely, <laughs> it's what we live for, right? Yep, exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the BSC News Podcast. If you are interested in being a guest or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit www.bsc.news slash categories slash podcast.